Welcome to Triumph. This is a show about God's mercy and forgiveness after an abortion experience and hopefully some healing. And it's it's really, you know, I we've been doing this for two years. Almost two years. Almost yeah. two years. Um, and it's really just a conversation. We're just inviting the listening audience into a conversation as much as Joanne, my wife here. I'm Tim Welsh, by the way, and this is Joanne, my wife. Hello. Hi. As much as she wants to practice and be prepared and everything, I'm exactly the opposite. And but we just tee up, uh, tee topics up, and we do a little bit of research, and we uh, tee topics up, and just have a conversation about it. Yeah. We uh, to catch everybody up uh, with our experience. We had an abortion experience in our life maybe 45 years ago. Would it have been ish? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Been married 43, so it's probably been. 44, 45 years ago. Yeah, 44. So um, we've got some experience. We've been involved in uh, the pro-life community, and I've been involved in the abortion healing community for quite a long time. And we just just want to to begin a conversation, and hopefully it helps some people get through uh, an abortion experience in their past. And if you you are one of those people, and if you are... um, uh, or know somebody who is, you know, there's a great organization in Columbus called Bethesda Healing Ministry, and they can be reached at 614-309-0157. Um, there are people just waiting waiting to talk to you. There's some very yep. compassionate people that yep. just really would love to talk to you. But today, we're going to talk about anger. Yes. That's one of the big stumbling blocks in the sort of healing process, isn't it? Yeah, it's, there's a lot involved with anger, and kind of as we go through it, it'll probably be obvious to most people that um, it doesn't have to just be about an abortion experience. It could be something in your past, something else maybe yeah. that um, you've held on to that um, you wanted to nurture. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're holding it like a little... Kitten, right. petting it, and you know, nice kid. This is my this is my <laughs> anger. I'm going to have it. I want it to be here. A very special friend of mine. Um, so it, it'll uh, probably resonate um, with a lot of folks um, outside the abortion experience. So you know, I and I think it might make some sense if we just identify some of the types of anger before we go too far into it. And there's there's probably, you know, there, there, there may be a dozen different types of anger. It's probably mm-hmm. sort of a spectrum more than anything else. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a, at one end, there's that sort of passive-aggressive anger where you're just, you're, um, you're maybe withholding somebody, withholding something or failing to do what, what somebody wants you to do or you might purposely be late for stuff, even psychologically, you may not, may not do it actively and uh, on purpose but um and you tend to minimize or deny that anger when you are asked by others uh, when others like express their frustration like if i were to say to you what are you mad about and you go nothing <laughs> i've never done that <laughs> nothing i'm fine um that's one way so it it becomes difficult and frustrating for your partner or for the people around you uh, I'm only laughing because that's totally me. That is precisely women. <laughs> no, I, 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 boy, did I just get myself in trouble. This yeah, is going to be the first would... time we ever got phone calls. Um, so that's one type. The other type is just cold anger, where you just withdraw. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you just quit talking about it. You, you uh, withdraw into into a cave that you just walk away and 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 don't don't even talk about it. You refuse yeah. to talk about it. Right. Uh, and it's almost like you're. It's almost punishing the people that you're angry with. You know, right. you're just kind of. When, and then when you may be thinking you're being a martyr, and, right? You know, let me. I'm going to hold on to this, and I'm going to deal with this for, right. on my own. Right. And you also may be thinking, well, in my case, I do that a lot. You know, I mean, I I withdraw a lot just because I want. I'm thinking that well, I don't want to say anything that's going to cause more of a problem, <laughs> and I don't want to say anything. Uh, that might make you angry, for instance, you know, because mm-hmm. if we're both angry, then we got a real big problem. And then, then the last one, in my opinion, anyway, is just that assertive anger where you're actually openly and assertively angry. Very expressive. You're you're yelling, and you've got you're raising your voice, and you're saying things that you probably shouldn't be saying. Right. And you become somewhat um, irrational. Right. You know, so and then I think and then I'm just going to hand it over to you, dear. I, I I think then there are four causes of anger in many cases. And I think you touched on some of them just just a minute ago when we just opened up here. And one of it's, you know, it's either it's either personal problems or caused by another person or an event or memories, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So if, you know, personal problems may be just relationship uh, based it may be you've uh, been passed over for a job for a promotion you may have lost your job or something mm-hmm. like that yeah um, caused by another person you know somebody is who is routinely late just makes me very well anymore it doesn't make me very angry but it just it, I don't I'm a time nut and I it yes. people need to be on time and when they're yes. routinely late it just makes me just gets under my skin terribly, as yes. you as you know. Is this true? I didn't know this about well, you. <laughs> well, you're learning. It's been a while, but you're you're finally getting it. Yeah. So then, then you know, an event like a car accident or mm-hmm. someone uh, does something to you that just directly uh, impacts your your. So well-being. those are triggers. Yeah. Well, that, those are those, are, those the, are all triggers. Yeah. To your for and your and the response can be anger. And then the memory, then a memory was the fourth one that, okay. that are causes of anger. Right. Uh, triggers for anger. Yeah. Whatever, whatever yeah. causes triggers. Yeah. And, um, you know, the memories are where the whole abortion recovery thing becomes really acute. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have a lot to say about this. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll thank you for letting nap. me talk. <laughs> I'll go over here and. You know, have a cigarette <laughs> yeah, go, or something. Yeah, go sit in the corner know. now. Okay. Um, so there are, you know, anger is okay. Like there's righteous anger where you're upset about something. Maybe you're upset about some un- injustice or wrongdoing. And certainly if you have lost your job and or been passed over, yeah, that, that that's righteous anger. But there's also toxic anger, which is kind of what you were touching on and um, and, and it's, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's kind of defined as like, you're a repressor. You, you know, you just, um, hold on to things and then there's suppressor and then there's people that are explosive 
and that white hot, you know, anything triggers them. You know, there's lots of different degrees and ways that, that people kind of express their anger. And for me, I, I never thought I was angry because I think angry is such a harsh word. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be known as being angry. So for many, many years, I didn't know that I was angry. And then when I started going through um, the healing process, I discovered that, yeah, in fact, I am angry. It's okay to be angry, look at it, look at the what those triggers are, look at kind of what causes me to to become angry. And then once you've kind of named those anger points, those trigger things, then it kind of diminishes the power that they have over you. And um, in the book that we're using, um, I have a group of ladies that I meet with um, virtually on the first and third Wednesdays of the month. And we've spent a lot of time on anger. And and it's mostly because of those things that I just said. Nobody really delves into the different ways that they're angry, who they're angry at. They're, but I will tell you that most women that have had an abortion, when you you have to do a pie chart in this exercise, and most of the women, at least half of the pie is named me. <laughs> You're angry at yourself. And you spend a lot of time devoting your anger to yourself. And um, there are other people you can be angry with. But most women look to themselves and, and really just hate themselves because of what they've done. Is it I, – I guess I have two questions. One is, is it because of – the fact that they got pregnant when they didn't want to, or are they angry with themselves because of the abortion experience, or both? Both. I mean, they both. They, both. they, they kind of are both right. in the same thread, right? I right. Mean, yeah. There. It, it. It's either or. It can be and. It can be both. Um, for me, I would say it was both. Um, and I. Um, it took me a long time to kind of. Um. um really uh, verbalize my anger and um, uh, and what helped me was just writing it down to kind of like naming those people that I was angry with angry at myself and then I could you know write it down um, the people in my life that I was angry with was it my mom my dad my you know my ex was it you know like the the man involved I'm not I'm not speaking about myself, but just, you know, you you look at all the people that were involved. Maybe it's the medical profession, professionals. Maybe it's the nurses. Maybe it's the receptionist, the abortion clinic. Maybe it was just, just anybody that you encountered during that experience that you feel angry about and 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 just writing down, kind of writing a letter to them, never sending it, of course, but... Being able to get that out kind of just kind of diffuses anger and and helps um, kind of helps you work through it. 
So why do you what 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 are some of the I, first of all, just as a footnote to that comment, I mm-hmm. I remember the letter you wrote to me, and you did read it to me, and it was a very uh, uh, it was kind of a difficult thing for you to to write and to read, and it was difficult to hear, you know. Mm-hmm. But but it was it was one of those things that, to your point, you just had to you just had to be done, right? Yes. Um. But what what are some of the boundary or, or what are some of the hurdles to exploring anger when when you when in the abortion recovery space? I mean, what what causes women to just not or women and men, I guess. I mean, just to not not confront that anger or, or even recognize it or identify it. I don't want to blame the culture, but. Um, a lot of it is the culture. I'm, I guess I'm blaming. Um, you, um, you're told that this is no big deal. This is not, you know, you're going you're gonna to be so relieved. You're told that this is, this is going to be great. It's going to change your life. Well, it does change your life, but it's not the way they portray it. They, as in, you know, ab- abortion... Um, providers or advocates. So I think what makes it difficult is we don't, we never get beyond that. We never get permission to be angry, to be sad, to be, to grieve. We're, we're almost conditioned to keep it to ourselves. And that's one of the, you know, that, that just breeds anger um, because you're, you're, you're just keeping it. You're suppressing everything and you're not very confident in expressing anger because you're not sure how it's all going to come out. <laughs> it may come out white hot, destructive, toxic. So you keep it all inside and I think there's so many women. I just met a new um, someone that just reached out um, about needing healing, and she's just struggled with this for so many years, and it's so sad. And I'm I'm kind of angry about that. I'm angry about you know the. We're led to believe that it's no big deal, and yet we we keep we just it just keeps being perpetuated. So, well, we're going to gonna dive in. Well, we're going to dive into that in just a minute. It's time for me to tell people what they're listening to here. <laughs> in fact, we're a couple minutes late in that, so I thought I'd just give you the old. You gave you know, me this. Give you this sign. sign. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Triumph, which is a conversation about. Um, uh, an abortion experience that Joanne and I have had in in our past, and it's a conversation about God's healing and mercy and 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 uh, love for those people who have had an abortion experience in their past and are also struggling to sort of navigate those stormy waters, which includes trying to um, um, navigate the whole anger thing. And this, you're, you're listening to this on Saint Gabriel Radio. I don't know if I mentioned that or not, but. 
uh, they're kind enough to allow us to have this conversation on air, and, and we're real blessed to be here. But the, the, the question that I have is what finally gives you permission to confront that? You, you, you said that, you know, the culture kind of takes away that permission for at least, a, I mean, most of the time it's a very long time. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we were, we didn't talk about this for a, three decades. I mean, I have only been working on my healing from, our abortion for 10 years yeah and that was 34 years i kept silent oh yeah we both did we never talked at all about it right. with each other or with anybody else right um so what what ultimately gives is it is it the group dynamic of getting together with other women who have have had the experience is it uh something that just is it one of those in AA, you know, there's this, I'm tired of, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, yeah, is it that yeah. kind of moment of clarity or, or what is it? Yeah, I, I think it is. And, and I think, um, a lot of women just, they want more out of their life. They're not sure what it is, but you know, they, they explore this idea that there might be some kind of healing and, and it opens up so much in their life. I mean, it becomes, their life becomes joyful and they are so relieved and so released from just that hiding and that suppression of just everything. And and we've talked about this before, mentioned this before, but it's that holding a beach ball underwater. I mean, you do that for 34 years and you can just imagine that you don't know, um, you, you, you have no idea what it's going to be like, but you get tired of that, get tired mm-hmm. of that. And, you know, we do work through uh, a manual and, um, you know, there's some preparation to getting to this anger chapter. This is, you don't start off in anger, but and I think it's 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 divided up that way. And there's a lot in this manual in the manual that working with about anger. And so many of the women that I'm working with, they are just floored by how much the Holy Spirit is just peeling away stuff and they're looking at anger for the first time and verbalizing it. So many women, you know, it's, it's maybe the mom, their mom, their own mother, um, where they've had to keep, keep silent. They, their mom doesn't know, or, or maybe their mom knows, but they've never spoken. They've never talked about it. And, there's anger there, but they, and I think for most women and for myself, you don't want to really blame, you don't really want to blame other people because you made the decision, you you did what you did. So it's very difficult to blame someone. It's very difficult to blame your own mother. Um, but there are, you know, there are, there are things in life that happen. You know, we all... As mothers, you know, we're not perfect, for sure. Well, but I can understand where there would be a situation where you've never been comfortable talking with your mother about anything. Right. And because this is the most dramatic thing that's ever happened in your life, 
you don't have any open door to talk with her about it, and that may cause you to be angry. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Right. Well, it gives you a lot of um, insight into who you were, whether you want to accept it and verbalize it, um, and kind of your relationship with your mother. But as you grow older, and a lot of the women I that that I work with have have had have children of their own, um, so they're more our my age, our age. So they've lived their lives and and can look back and say, oh, you know, I've made I've made these mistakes with my own children. Um, you know, I was angry. I can be angry with my mom. I get it now. I I understand. It's it's not easy. Um, but it it just allows you to have that anger, voice it, and then, you know, move on. You know, mm-hmm. like okay, we, we all try our best. Um, but it's, um, it's just, a, it's just a big ball. Well, of but stuff. I, I also think that recognition of redemption, I think is a really, uh, part of what gives you permission to, you know, sort of confront the anger because I mean, we, we all believe that we can be redeemed. Right. Regardless of what we've done. Right. 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 Um, so uh it it feels to me like that may be a piece that that gives you permission and the other the other thing that I I wonder and I've been meaning to ask you this for several shows now Oh and great I, here we go. <laughs> I really I kind of this this may be a show in and of itself but I get a little bit I scratch my head a little bit when people say, you know, I'm in the healing process. Which, for me anyway, implies that there's an end to that and that you actually will be healed at some point. And I'm, I'm getting more and more of to the, closer to the opinion that you're never really healed. You, yeah. you learn how to deal with the scars mm-hmm. and you learn how to, I mean, it's, it's kind of like walking, it's kind of like, you know, breaking your leg and having to walk with a limp for the rest of your life. You know, I mean, right. it's just kind of you, you you become accustomed to that limp rather than and 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 you embrace it and you're joyful about it. It's just the way things have happened in your life. You don't really you don't really spend a lot of time with it. But you're never that leg is never really healed. You know, I mean, it still isn't what it used to be. Right. And I just I, I think sometimes we we give people false hope when we use that term and i and i'm not advocating that we use any other term but i just i just was sharing when i hear people say that i just get i get a little bit yeah i agree i agree that you know when i first came into the rooms of healing and you know i wanted to check this box off you know i i wanted to okay i'm going to work through this manual and then i'm going to be good I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be done. And I look around the room and there are women that have been there for 10 years. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Let's, <laughs> let's get this show on the road. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's the same, you know, and, and, and there are some women that feel like the way I did. I'm, I'm a box checker. I want to get this done. Okay. This is off my list and let's move on. Um, and, and just kind of 
anecdotally, there are women that go away on, on, on retreats for Rachel's Vineyard and because it's a weekend. I'm going to get healed in a weekend. And that is a tough weekend. That oh, is yeah. a big weekend yes, to is. try to just do and, and be done. Um, and I never thought I was going to be the woman that was still there 10 years, for 10 years. But it takes time, and you move in and out of that healing where you're in it, and you're working through it, and then maybe you step back, and you're like, I'm good right now. And then you, you know, you get back into it. I don't think you're ever healed past tense. I think, to your point, you, it's there. But once you express it, you say it out loud, um, there's healing just in that. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you work through all this stuff. You work through, you know, anger and that that's a big deal and then you work through okay i know that my child's with god and you know you go the whole gamut um and sometimes you need to gloss over pieces maybe it's too difficult to um some of the you know the actual experience of the day like going through that maybe you can't do that okay you need a little healing and then maybe you can go back to that at some point. And it, it just takes time. Um, and, and I don't, and I usually tell the women I work with, it's, it, this, there's no real end game to this. Um, we do um, work through the manual and, you know, I want to work through it because I'm still that box checker. I still want to work through it. I want to push them to work through it because I think there, there's, there's value in that, but there's also value in, in, and keep keep working through some stuff. So, yes. Yes, I agree with you. That was a long answer to your very short and I, question. It was a yes, and no que- yes or no question. What, <laughs> okay. what, what the heck? I'm beginning. I'm starting to be like you. Oh, my gosh. That, that would, that's a fate worse than death. So um, this has been fun. We'll call this uh, anger part one. We've got to do this again <laughs> because we haven't even really touched in some of the – you know, some of the tools to handle anger, some of the um, uh, uh, ways that we can avoid being angry so much. And and uh, I think it's time to, to maybe close this up. So yep. you've been listening to uh, Triumph yes. on St. Gabriel Radio. And if anybody out there is, is, is going through an abortion experience in their past and trying to recover from that, uh, please call Bethesda at 614-309-0157. There's some really good people wanting to talk to you. And, uh, Joe, it's been a great show again. Thanks for your honesty and sincerity. And uh, God bless all of you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Then he